0: If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual, presented by On Deck Business Loans. This week on Business Unusual, I'm going to be answering all of the great questions you guys keep sending me in on business, life, how to move forward, how to jump over obstacles. Come on, I'm good at it and I want to share my advice. But first, today we're talking emails, the main way that everybody in business communicates today and we're going to talk specifically about an annoying little thing that's happening way, way, way too much, which is... Too many exclamation points, not periods. We're not talking those. Those guys are okay. We're not talking question marks, but we're talking about the emotive, ah, as in wow, with that thing, the exclamation point. Okay, listen to the difference of these two emails. Thank you. I'll get back to you soon. They both have exclamation points versus the other one. Hi, thank you. I'll get back to you soon, period. Well, I read you those two differences to make the point that exclamation points are needed to express exuberance and excitement. You can hear the difference, I hear the difference, and that's appropriate use of exclamation points. But I have to tell you, if you're a woman in particular, exclamation points have gone crazy. I constantly get emails from particularly young women who have an abundance of exclamation points on almost every sentence, and I can't stand it. And I want to tell you, as an accomplished woman, my reaction to that and what my assessment of that female is who sent me that email. I think she's insecure. I think she's trying too hard to please. And she's certainly not someone I want to do business with, simply because she made the mistake of being too exuberant with the use of her exclamation points throughout the email. I recently did an interview about when to use or not to use exclamation points in business emails, and I was surprised to learn that 73% of the exclamation points used are used by women. So here's my two cents. There is a time and a place for an exclamation point here and there at work, but too many communicate the wrong message about you. Here's where I think you should only use the exclamation point. Number one to show excitement, as in, thank you for your help. Without that exclamation point at the end, it wouldn't sound very sincere as a thank you. Very good use of it. Number two, to convey friendliness. Hi, I hope all is well. You need it there. Otherwise, it reads as, hi, hope all is well. Doesn't sound very sincere. Next, to ask that a difficult task be done. And I must say I'm guilty of this at my own shop where I work. Hey, Jane, I'd really appreciate if you would lend me a hand on this exclamation point. That shows an acknowledgement that she's probably really not going to want to do it. So I want to come across as friendly and appreciative of the effort that it's going to take. It's appropriate. But when you're in doubt, I say leave it out. The worst that happens is you come across as curt, But if you use too many exclamation points, the worst that happens is you aren't taken seriously. And if you're a woman, refrain even more because using too many exclamation points makes you look totally insecure and worse, totally needy. You're listening to Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran, presented by On Deck Business Loans. Here's a company all business owners should know about, OnDeck Business Loans. OnDeck delivers financing tailored to small business owners in as little as 24 hours, with term loans up to $500,000 and lines of credit up to $100,000. OnDeck products are tailored to your specific business need with a wide choice of loan and payback options. It's a simple process designed to save you time. They have higher approval rates than traditional lenders like the banks. I've known the gang at OnDeck for years now. And I can tell you, they're the real deal. On Deck has lent over $10 billion to more than 80,000 small business owners. And thousands of them have reviewed On Deck, giving them a 9.8 out of 10 rating on Trustpilot and an A-plus grade with the Better Business Bureau. Make your way over to ondeck.com slash Barbara for a free consultation with a small business loan specialist to see exactly what kind of loan best suits your business go ahead, visit ondeck.com slash Barbara. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Hey, Barbara, this is Joey from Clearwater, Florida. I'm wondering, should I patent my idea product first before I send it to a manufacturer? Joey, I am asked this question every day of the week. Somehow, everybody starting a business out there thinks the most important step is to lock a patent around the amazing product so that nobody else can get their hands on it. It's totally the wrong way to think because it's an absolute waste of time and money to patent anything before you test your product by seeing if anybody will be willing to buy the damn thing. The time to make the attorneys rich hand over your cash, is once the customers are banging at your door and buying it and you know you have a hit and you don't want anyone else to grab it. That's the only time you should be patenting your product. Here's an email that I think applies to a lot of people. Barbara, how do you handle your integrity as a human and a businesswoman? That's a big question. I guess I tell the truth and I always follow my instinct. And sometimes that's not so easy to do. One of the toughest decisions I ever had to make was to close down an entire division of people that involved 150 jobs. Believe me, it wasn't easy for me to meet with each of those individuals and look them in the eye and tell them I was closing their job. But I had to do it because I had a much larger company that I had to protect. And I knew if I didn't do it, I'd be out of business within six months. There was another situation where I sought out a brand new development of 300 units that I desperately wanted to bring into my business. It was a new end of the business, and I knew if I could just get my hands on it and get it in shop, we would be often running into a whole new portion of the real estate business. But something got in the way. The developer propositioned me and said if I would only sleep with him, that he would give me the development. I couldn't believe what I was listening to. So I told him to take a quick walk. I didn't want his development and walked away. And what do you think happened? I got the job anyway and kept my integrity intact. In hindsight, looking back at that, I think it was my integrity that actually got me the job, won the respect and made me the money for my business. And I'm thankful every time I stay the course and go with what my gut says versus what the pressure is of the moment. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran, presented by On Deck Business Loans. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio podcast network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.